um, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's like I've said to you before. Um, there's there's days, and people do have down days. There's days when they think, "Oh my god, it's this is shit," and it's gonna happen. But my thing is, don't stay yeah. there. Don't don't yeah. literally stay there. Let's okay. This is really rubbish. Yeah, it is rubbish. But how can we get out of it? Let's look at that. Let's look at what avenues are out there. So that's what I wanted to get across. I think today, and hopefully, I did all right. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to the Positive Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, James Devine, owner of Onwards Life Coaching. The purpose of this podcast is to empower people to live a more positive life. So welcome to the first episode of the Positive Mind Podcast. My guest today is Becca Sylvester, founder of Safe Place, which is now called Heal Mental Health Support. Hello, Becca. Hello. How are you? Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Thank <laughs> you. Well, thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, tell me a little bit about yourself, your journey to where, where you've got to today. <sighs> where to start? Um, I'll be honest. Um I'd never expected, I'll just say that I never expected for me to end up being in a place where I'd be so passionate about mental health as what I am. Um, I always thought I'd be the sort of person that would have probably worked in a completely different um, field, if I'm honest. Um, so for me personally, um, the reason the reason behind why I work in, in mental health now, um, probably I want to say it's about nine years ago now I I had um, a mental health breakdown um, and sunk into depression if I'm honest it was mainly I think it was a build-up for a long time even from from childhood um, even with regards to um, abusive relationships that I'd been in when I when I got into adulthood as well um, it was quite a big build-up, and I think it just took almost like that one extra thing to be added to the pile before it all came crashing down. Um, mm -hmm. Without me even, you know, without me even realizing it. Um, so yeah, for me, my, my background um, started obviously again from from being a young age. Unfortunately, I, I was um, in a in quite an abusive home. Um, we, we grew up, I'll be honest, we, we grew up around um, domestic violence um, right. between my mom and my my stepdad. So that was that was difficult. And I think that's, if I'm honest, that's the root of where my anxiety stems from. Uh -huh. um, obviously, I can recognize that now. Um, so when it actually came to, um, you know, moving on, and as I just touched on the fact of abusive relationships, unfortunately, I moved on into two abusive relationships um a lot of the same traits um but there was some differences unfortunately um um so yeah I was in both scenarios I was subject subjected to um financial abuse um obviously um domestic violence as well um as well as emotional and mental abuse um mm -hmm. it, it, it was like quite a wide a wide range um, until obviously I managed to pluck the confidence to to leave and to get out of those situations um, and then my my initial we'll say breakdown um, wasn't too long after that and that was more due to um, ill health 
Um, okay. So, unfortunately, um, since birth, I, I've suffered with um, something called hip dysplasia. Um, I think it's a lot more known than what it was. Um, and unfortunately, uh, at 24, the age of 24, I had to have um, a really nasty operation, um, which included um, me having to have, I think it was five screws in total in my hip. Um wow. Yeah. <laughs> um so <laughs> like that for me Yeah, absolutely. Um for me, I think my daughter at the time was two. Um obviously single parent with a two year old and walking around I say walking between a wheelchair and a zimmer frame, if I'm honest. Mentally I think that's that was the, the point for me where I sunk to my lowest. Um, I think it was just like I say that initial build up for a long time. Um, did, you, did you have much support around then, Becca? At all, in all, or not? In all honesty, obviously, with regards to um, you know the, the physical support, um, as in like day to day care, um, my family was was supportive. It got to mm -hmm. a point, and and we laugh about it now, but we had to literally you know build a timetable of when they could care for me. Um, right. So it'd be like on certain days, certain times and, and everybody kind of like mucked in to, you know, sort of support me. But mentally, no, um, even with the initial um, operation itself, I, I, I still wasn't prepared for how how bad and how traumatic it was actually going to be. Um, so, sorry, no. Um, so how did that make you feel? Because obviously, you know, we, we've, we've met, uh, we met last year, yeah. um, but you you come across as a, a quite an independent woman so how did that yes. make you feel to rely on other people in in all honesty i hated every minute of it and mm. hate is a strong word but again i think i've been so used to as a person um as you said you know if you think i come across quite independent i i think that i am um as a person but i've been so used to doing everything for myself and if I don't know how to do something, then I'll teach myself to do it, if that makes sense. I don't I'm yep. not used to relying. Um, yeah. So to be in a situation of being on like um, strong pain painkillers, obviously, due to the fact of, you know, the surgery that I'd had mm -hmm. um, relying on others to get me, you know, washed, dressed, you know, even preparing meals or anything. because I, I couldn't get up and about. I was non weight bearing. Um, yeah mentally um it really I think that was when I sunk to my lowest because I felt like I couldn't I couldn't be me I couldn't do all the things that I'd normally love and, and was passionate about but then I also couldn't you know do my job of being mum either yeah um as much as me as a person I try to look at no matter what I can't do okay let's look at what we can do let's let's look at that and I did try yeah. in those instances I, I remember even just um getting my daughter in her pajamas for bed I couldn't bath her because I, I couldn't bend over to bath her or anything or stand mm -hmm. but I, I could sit and could put her pajamas on for her and that was as good as it got or sitting chopping vegetables to prepare a meal um well, I mean that, that's you know, that's that's testament to yourself because obviously you know obviously the, the, the podcast is called the positive mindset podcast so yes. for you to take the positives out of what was going on and you know to decide that you were going to actually try and do something for yourself yeah uh, it's a credit to yourself in that respect yeah. 
I think again obviously it might have been something like you say it might have been something small um but mm. I think even from then I think I was still implementing and putting those things in place of you know okay we've got this not very nice situation we'll say on all accounts what mm-hmm. can we do with it where can we where can we salvage that positive in that what can we look at that is a good thing that I can do as opposed to what I can't um, have you always been like that Becca since the um, I think so yeah yeah I think so and again um for me and when I've I've spoke obviously and just spoken about my past and my childhood Mm. I think it wasn't until I'd actually done that work on me when you know um like later on that I could almost like puzzle those pieces together and think oh so I've always been that sort of person that I don't want to use the word fixer but I try to obviously you know, find that good in something, as I've just said, or find that positive in yeah. a situation. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think even from a young age of of being in that, we'll just say, abusive environment and still looking out for my sister and protecting my sister. And I was very much that person. So I suppose in, so, in, in some ways, yeah. I mean, because obviously, that you know, there's a lot of people that, that, that go through similar sort of situations to you, but don't come out of it as strong as, as no. you have. Definitely, um, so, you know what? So, definitely not. So, <clears throat> what, what would you put that down to? Strictly mindset, or in all honesty, no. In all honesty, you know, again, if I if I was to sit there and, um, I suppose I suppose blow my own trumpet a little bit. I think I don't think it is just down to character. I think it's definitely mindset and how you look at things. Um, mm-hmm. For me, for a long time, even since I'll be honest, teenage years, this is again just my opinion. I've I've relied on meditation a lot. Um, it was it was like my go-to and my little escape from obviously all the rubbish that was going on. Um, yeah. So yeah and again when I've spoken obviously I spoke to you about it before with regards to journaling and getting things off your chest even if you haven't got an actual person to speak to or you don't feel comfortable to speak to somebody Mm. just to get that out I've relied on those two massively for years I I, I totally 100% agree with that I mean two years ago when when I had my um, episode shall we say my my breakdown um, it wasn't until I started really looking into self-development that I realized how much um meditation journaling you know really does help you in situations like this Um, and I always recommend that to anybody that that I speak to absolutely and I think until you know until you are in that situation and you think you know what I'm willing to try something I I don't think I don't think a lot um a lot of people realize the full benefits of it because again like you say you recommend it to a lot of people I do the same and for most people, they think, surely that, that can't make a difference. And I think once you get that as part of your routine every day or, you know, however often you feel the need to do it, it really can help massively. Absolutely. I think it, it's, it's more about the understanding of meditation, isn't yeah. it, really? Because people sit there and think, right, my mind has to go blank. When it's, yeah, no. it's not about that at all. It's about actually um, being more aware of your thoughts mm-hmm. and, you know, like a balloon, letting, letting them go and yeah. just sitting and concentrating on on the breath um, absolutely really, uh, so yeah I mean I have to say I, I think it's, a, it's it's been a game changer for me I know that yeah yeah definitely 
Um, so, sorry, what were you going to say? Carry on then. No, no, what I was going to say was that obviously, you know, you've gone through that part of your your life with, mm-hmm. um, you know, going through the operation and that. What, what, helped, what else happened after that? So obviously it was quite a long recovery um, to mm. To a, like I say, I was in a I was in a wheelchair and non weight bearing um for quite a few months if I'm honest, um and then it kind of got to that point I even remember again being in and out of hospital due to due to my hip, and I knew that I wasn't I wasn't feeling right in myself um and I think if I'm honest I think it was my mom that had mentioned it and said that she noticed that I wasn't myself, um. And suggested, obviously, you know, going down the first protocol, which is the doctors, to see what, mm-hmm. what they'd suggest. And I think even in that moment, I think even then I was trying to almost talk myself out of it, as in, surely I'm not that bad, am I? I'm not that bad that I could be, you know, going through depression. Because I never, you know, for most people, you never think it's going to happen to you until you've experienced yeah. that, you know, mental illness or your mental health deteriorates you know you, you never you never think anything of it until that happens so um I was ultimately um put onto antidepressants um as well as um I had counseling as uh, alongside that um just just via the phone because obviously I wasn't that great at getting out and about um and it was a massive eye-opener because even the whole thing of counseling was new to me um and again with everything since I've been doing the work I have we are so many people that say counseling doesn't work for me um I, I, I didn't like this and I didn't like that but usually most of the time the reason in your head what you've got what you think I'm going to go to counseling for this um it usually ends up being something completely different that gets brought to the surface as in an underlying reason for you know a lot of things and that seemed to be the case for me and yeah um initially again you know we find people that don't get on with counsellors as well which you know you're not always going to get on with everybody um and my first counsellor I'll be honest I really didn't gel with I think I did my three sessions um with the counsellor and just literally asked if I could you know see somebody else just to see if it make Mm -hmm. any difference and again that's something what I advise other people as well now is to do that whole rule of three um and then um, following following that, like I say, the counselling, it was hard. Don't get me wrong, it was hard work. You know, there may be times I'd have come away um, quite emotional, um, quite drained, if I'm honest. But mm-hmm. after each session, regardless if I had eyes like a panda where I'd cried all my makeup off <laughs> or um, <laughs> I could say how much hard work had gone on in that session, I always felt better for doing it. I felt like I was finally puzzling these pieces together that had been all over the place for such a long time. Um, and then I think even since then, in, in those like years that had passed, I won't lie, there's been ups and downs with regards to more operations. Um, mm. Unfortunately, um, not very nice relationships that I've had, um, fallouts with the family which can be a lot more um a lot more difficult than it than it first sounds especially when you've got people that close to you um yeah and then I think well it's in total it's been three years in total now that I've been working within mental health um so before I set up 
um, what was safe place now heal. Um, I started looking at things from a carer's point of view um, because so three years previous I was in a relationship where I was supporting somebody with his mental health he had a breakdown and that was quite a difficult place to be in but I found Mm. there wasn't a lot of support for carers um there was if you were a carer of somebody with you know like physical needs but with regards to mental health side there wasn't anything so again I'd set up a peer-to-peer support group where we had meetings um for carers that's still that is still going um, the carers mm-hmm. group it's still just a, a once a month thing that we we still seem to do um but then it followed on from obviously we had people that were carers and so many times they said when I were doing my live chats um they said to me why, why don't you go into just just mental health instead of just the carers why don't you I think you'd be really good and then I think it was only until I delved into it that I felt like I almost felt like, yeah, this is where I belong and this is what I'm good at and what I know. And I think I'm relatable to people with regards to my experience and with regards to the fact of, you know, management of your mental health is possible. You know, recovery is possible Um, and everything's not all doom and gloom forever. And I think that's things that I still sing off the hymn sheet now. Do do, do you think that? Obviously, you know. Obviously, I know you, and I know I know you, the work that you, you do. Yeah. Do you think you you need to have gone through something like that to have more empathy towards people with mental health, or not? In all, absolutely. You know, I'm a I'm a yeah. strong believer in. You know, I think I'm where I'm meant to be for a reason. Um, with regards mm-hmm. to how I started off and what sort of again if we were to look at it from childhood and like we say about people could have gone a different path and maybe I suppose mm. if people were to go down more that road of, of stereotyping of where I, I maybe perhaps could have ended up or should have been it is completely different um but I think for me and everything that that has happened in the past don't get me wrong I can't say that that I've enjoyed it, not in the slightest, but it's it's built me up to be the person that I am. It's given me that strength, that understanding, and like you say, empathy massively. Mm-hmm. When I speak to people, it, even though nine yeah. times out of ten when people are explaining a situation, and I'm sure they must think, I'm sure she's been through everything, because I'll always say I know exactly how you feel because <laughs> I've done this, but I have had so much life experience in my 34 <laughs> years. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah yeah that, that's that's true, that's true. <laughs> but how, how do you feel then obviously you know you, you've you've been there you've you've gone through it and you've you know you come out the other yeah. side and you're now helping other people how do you feel when you see people that are, that are there and you're trying to help them um but they're just not willing to help themselves what what approach would you would you take to that I mean don't get me wrong it is hard because me as a person you know the whole reason why I wanted to get into mental health and why I'm doing what I'm doing is just to give them that support that I didn't initially have mentally when I had my my breakdown years ago um there wasn't even half as much support as what what there is now but I think in that instance Mm. when we say about the whole thing of um like you've just you know just said about if people aren't aren't willing to you know take those first steps I think the easy option for a lot of people and for a lot of carers again would be okay I'm going to fix this 
I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that for them. I'm going to do that, which do you know what? And I get people can be really, really caring in that aspect and they do it purely from the heart and because they, you know, because they care about that person and it probably would mm-hmm. support them short term. Um, unfortunately, as time goes on, because it's not them that has decided on that long term, I think you'd find it, it unfortunately goes round in a circle until they're ready to do so. So for us, when we're yeah. supporting people, if they're not um, willing to take those first steps, not willing to, um, wh- whatever those first steps may be, unfortunately, in that instance, all we can do is show them what is available, show them, you know, what support they could have or what first steps they could be taking. I think that's the biggest thing what mm-hmm. I do, as well as obviously keeping, you know, I will still keep in check with people, make sure they're okay, or maybe yeah. I suppose if, you know if they might have changed their mind on something but it's just more just to know that somebody is still there we're still ready whenever you're ready for you know reaching out yeah yeah totally get that um obviously safe place how did that come about (laughs) um so again that was it was from two people um that were in the carers group that again suggested about you should really go for mental health. You should really just go for, you know, mental health support as well. And mm-hmm. um, I think I did put a post in into our carers group and put something out there and said, right, okay, if I was to do this, what do you guys think? And there was literally like, um, no, nobody said no. <laughs> Everybody was for it. <laughs> So it was more like testing the water. And I'll be honest, I had a look around to see what support was, you know, existing. Um, obviously, there's, there was a few that I already knew of with the carers group um, when I was signposting to obviously mm-hmm. the people they were supporting. Um, yeah. And to me, as great as, um, you know, there's a lot more of, say, like private groups or NHS based or clinical based, you know, um, support out there. With regards to, you know, peer-to-peer support or people that have actually lived through, you know, these life experiences that, you know, can try and test us and try and change us and bring us down. There wasn't much out there. So I kind of thought, you know what, I'm going to go for it. Let's see what happens. And obviously it it moved quite quickly to a point of offering like um, we were doing peer support meetings twice a week. Um, which was brilliant Mm -hmm. to actually get people face to face obviously this was before um, lockdown and yeah uh, you know what it it was thriving and and I absolutely loved it and all it's ever done since is just keep climbing and keep growing and obviously we're just supporting more and more people every day now and I love it (laughs) yeah I mean I mean it's fantastic like I said we we met last year and uh been introduced uh, by a mutual friend Sharon and um, you know it, it astounds me the amount of people that need yeah. help out there um, and it's people like yourself and other community groups that are trying to fill the Massively. gap um, in the NHS it's, you know it's, it's absolutely astounding did, did, obviously you, you feel that safe place stroke heal mm-hmm. as it is now um, fills that gap I, I think so. I mean, as much as, you know, I sit and the biggest thing for me, what I look at is so for a lot, a lot of people, they will sit and look at those numbers, you know, as numbers are climbing with regards to whether that be likes on a page or how many members. Um, 
I, I obviously don't look at it as in how many likes or whatever. The aim for me was just to support and, and help one person. So don't get me wrong, obviously, it has yeah. gone the total other extreme. And so many rely on, obviously, the groups and um, services that we provide. Um, mm -hmm. But, yeah, it was just literally about about helping, you know, helping that one person. So, yeah, I am. I'm really happy that it's it's going the way that it is. It saddens me on another aspect that so many do need support. But I look at it like if I hadn't set up that group, those however many people I've got in the group, where would they be? How much worse off would they be? Where would they be venting to? If do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, like, like I say, the, the amount of people that have, that have joined the group, um, it's, it does yeah. astound me. Um, but you know, at, at the end of the day, you know, you're offering a service there that that does fill that yeah. that gap in the process. And you know, if it does help one person out there, then that's you know that's all that's all the best I think isn't it? for me I think moving forward I think groups like like obviously safe place heal um you know many other organizations that are out there that are similar I do think that they're going to be relied on a lot more I think in the next coming like few months few yeah. years even obviously you know everything that's gone on of recent um even for those people that had existing you know mental health um, problems or issues before it's only worsened and for some it's brought a lot to the surface as well during the lockdown um, and obviously things yeah. are just growing rapidly as you already know so unfortunately yeah. comes with that is even longer waiting lists for um, anything that's like with regards to serious appointments so I think they are going to be relying on your community-based groups your peer-to-peer -peer support that's around so they've got somebody to speak to there's a person there's a face as such you know that they can vent to or find that support that's right um just just for people that obviously that, that are not aware of um safe place or, or heal mm -hmm. as we know it now um can you just give give us some ideas of yeah what you offer? yeah no worries um so basically yeah we, we are now heal um it was formerly safe place um, just due to the fact that we merged with another mental health organisation um, that was doing basically near enough the same. They, were, they have the same vision and everything. Um, so we've now merged with them. Um, so basically what we offer is it's initially stemmed from an online group on Facebook where people can just write in and vent or get things off the chest. Um, it then grew to obviously um, having a main business page where we've got um, – team members on hand so if anybody wants to message in privately without anybody else seeing what they're writing um we offer support around anything and everything that affects your mental health so as we know you know for me especially mental health isn't just a diagnosis it's not just a label mm -hmm. um which i think i think a lot of a lot of people think that it, it could be just that but it's everyday things that are affecting mental health. It's, you know, finances, relationships, um, housing, whatever it is that's going on around you, as well as obviously things to do with past things that have been brought to the surface. So um, what what we do initially is if people do reach out and want some support, um, we work on like a three-point um, like basis with regards to planning. So in like the first instance, if people booked an appointment, um, 
we'd obviously arrange to speak to them obviously either the phone or video call um and then nine times out of ten it's never just one thing um so we'll see and look at everything even with regards to finances even benefit support we've helped with um and even you know form filling as well um we've helped out and pips and things like that so um initially we'd look at obviously what whatever is said during that first consultation um and then come up with like a care plan of what we'd like to do to support that person and then that would then go back they can say um a yes or a no to what points are put out there and then we'd get to work and obviously make those referrals make those phone calls signpost across and do what we need to to ensure that that individual gets all avenues ticked as such to support their mental health um that's probably the biggest part of what we do. Aside from that, obviously, again, when we're not in lockdown, we were in a position to be going out to workplaces, um, schools, colleges, and um, we were doing like motivational talks, um, anything around just general mental health awareness or team building, um, inspirational things, whatever, you know, we adapted to whatever, you know, the business wanted. Um, aside from mm -hmm. that, I think it's literally we were doing well-being walks. I forgot about that as well. We are, they actually did really well, you know. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed them, but unfortunately, we've had to put a stop to those because, again, as I said, it was it was all the ups and downs of this, you know, pandemic. We've just tried to again look at what we can mm -hmm. do, as I said before, as opposed to what we can't. So, okay. We can't all meet up in a closed place, but we could go for a walk. So we did that. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, you know, don't get me wrong. A few people may think differently when we do have, you know, karaoke nights or quiz nights. But for me, it's about that having something to look forward to at the end of the week when everyone's stuck at home. It's about that mental health isn't all negative. It's not all, you know, like I say, it's not all doom and gloom. We can still have a laugh. We can still, you know, we're allowed to smile. We can think positively um, and you can come out of it. Yeah. You know, you can get over the other side of that hurdle. So. I think, I think that, sorry, sorry. I think, I think that's what the, the big message is from, from Safe Place yeah. and from, from yourself um, is that you can come through the other side. And, you know, like I say, um, don't identify yourself to no. what you've been diagnosed with. Um, you know, you, 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 can, you can come through it. And it's all about um, connection, isn't it? Massively. And community is safe. With, I think with when you it. find somebody or, like you say, um, an organisation, a community that you can relate to, that you feel like, I'm where I belong. You know, the, I'm, I'm actually, I'm home as such. You know, as cheesy as it may sound, once you once you find that place for you that works it's amazing it, it really is I mean don't get me wrong yeah. you know when I say about this recovery this management is possible you can get over to the site you can but it's not going to be easy you've got to mm -hmm. want you've got to want it you've got to want to work on you but it can be done um, and, and honestly if you know for yes. anybody that is listening and thinks hmm I don't know if it can be done you know and that they're a bit like hesitant about it that feeling when you do get to that place, when you have put in that work and you've almost refound yourself again and, you know, the person that you've wanted to be or you've been fighting to be for a long time, 
that is the best feeling in the world and I'm telling you that obviously hand on heart um and I'll never forget that moment for me so yeah definitely Mm -hmm. keep keep fighting on because it's worth it and it's it you know it's there's no finish line, is there, to, to it? You, you're Massively, still working on yourself. Every yeah, don't get me wrong. It. It's not like I can sit here and say that everything in my life is sunshine and, and lollipops. Unfortunately, life happens. And, you know, <laughs> obviously day-to-day things, yeah. you know, that we don't expect can happen. And they do test you. And they can test, you know, your mental health, your anxiety, any existing, you know, or previous things that have been problems in the past. Um but I think it's just about, right, okay, so how did I get through this before? Let's go back to what works for me. And, again, there might be times I might have a bad day. Um, it doesn't mean that that's it. It yeah. ends up being a bad week or a bad month or I completely go backwards. It's, right, let's go back to what I already know, how to get out of or how to manage. So it, it can be done. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I 100% agree it can be done. Um, you know, and just me and you sitting here talking um, proves that it can be done because we've been through. No, I haven't been no. through what, you, what you've been through, to be fair. Um, but um, definitely, we've all got a little journey and come out the other side. So um, it is about, like I say, it is make, making connections and getting out there and helping people, and you know, make, making people realise that there there is Absolutely. light at the end of that yeah. time. So just. Um, Nearly, nearly, nearly finished up here for for you. I don't want to keep you any, any, any longer than needs to be, Becca. Um, but um, do you um, what 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 do you believe the future is for for Heal? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, you I really did throw, that throw in it, didn't you? Um, <laughs> okay, so for me personally, I just I all I really want is I want to continue to do what we're doing. Um, that doesn't even mean with regards to growing in numbers because again like I said it, numbers they don't mean anything as long as those people feel they're being supported and they're getting you know what they need amazing um, so it's to continue offering the support that we're doing um, my obviously as you already know my dream is to have our own base that's all I want um, yeah just because previously when we had a base it was fantastic Um to be able to offer one-to-one mm-hmm. support um, in in one place, have everything that we've got, all our forms, all our referral forms, any leaflets for signposting, you know, and, and as well as events. That's that's where I want to be. Um, so for me, that's the goal. That's the dream. And this is how confident I am. It will happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know it will. <laughs> I know it will. Once... Once this pandemic Honest, is over, I'm sure honestly, we'll be, I'll you know we'll be on the ground. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do know it. I do, yeah. 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 No, no worries there at all. Um, just, just for everybody, where, where, where can they reach you or where can they reach Heal if they need, um, if they're looking for help? In, okay, in so um, there's, a, there's quite a few means of, of getting in touch. I'll be honest, the main one is literally through Facebook. We've got quite a few um, pages now. So we've got a main UK page. Um, we've also got a Torbay page. For anyone that's not within Torbay, mm-hmm. obviously you can just message straight to the national UK page. And then we've also got support in Plymouth and in Cornwall. Um, so you can obviously message through to that. There is a closed group as well that's private, so nobody else can see what you're posting. 
um, as well that's through Facebook. Um, and then we've also got a website mm-hmm. as well. And do not ask me what it's called because I cannot remember. <laughs> it is new, <laughs> so it's just been done up. Um, well, what what we'll do is we'll we'll add everything to the to the show notes. Brilliant. Anyway, so people can, yes, can, if you can, can do that. Anyway. We have got yeah. um, obviously. I say it's it's my work phone, so there is um an, a phone number as well. If anybody did need to phone um that didn't have access to the internet, um. Do you want me to give that now? Mm-hmm. Or do you want to add it? No, uh, no, you can, you can, we can do that privately. Yeah, yeah we'll have yeah, to add all it right, later. That's not a problem. <laughs> um, um, just really, I'd just, I just like to say thank you very much, Becca, for uh, appearing on You're the, welcome. the very first show. Um, I hope it, I hope it no, hasn't been too No, not at all. Thank you, you so much for having me. And, uh, I've really enjoyed it. <laughs> that's quite all right. And uh, yeah. Thank okay. You very thank much. you. Thank you to Becca Sylvester for joining me today and for sharing her story. I hope it has inspired you to realize that through determination and mindset, you can come through life's challenges. If you would like to get in contact with Becca, all the details will be in the show notes. Thank you for listening to the very first Positive Mindset podcast. I look forward to sharing another person's journey with you all next week. And remember, a positive mindset leads to a positive life.